Good morning and welcome to worship at Trinity Lutheran Church online. The sanctuary looks different today. The pews have visitors, puppets and beanie babies and assorted stuffed animals to aid us in our social distancing. You see, the sanctuary has come back to life, we might say, as we now have in-person worship every Sunday morning at 8 and 10.30. Now, together, we are a part of a movement that started 2,000 years ago by the rabbi from the Galilee, our Savior, Jesus. If you join us for worship online or in person, you are a part of that movement, the movement called Christianity. It has changed the world, mostly for the better, though we do have some regrettable, unfortunate history as well. The church is a human institution in need of reformation always and forgiveness often. A movement started by Jesus, a movement based in the teachings of Jesus. And what do we know about movement? It implies that it is moving, it is active, it is not passive. The sermon this morning will be titled, Not Passive. Okay, enough for now. I would invite you into worship. I would invite you to open your hearts and follow Jesus. You can get comfortable, but know that you can't follow by sitting still. It is a movement after all. And Jesus proclaims from floor to rafter that all are welcome. All are welcome in this place. A movement. There's room for you at the table. There's a towel with your name on it. Might we, like Jesus, participate in washing feet? Yeah, it makes no difference where you've been. Those skeletons in your closet will not keep Jesus away from you. It does not even matter what you believe. So come, come to this place where all are welcome. As we sing our opening hymn, all are welcome in this place. Let's go. Build a house where love can dwell and all can safely live. A place where saints and children tell how hearts learn to forgive. Built of hopes and dreams and visions, rock of faith and vault of grace. Hear the love of Christ shall end Beyond the word and stone, do we hear that 
strengthen to serve and teach and to live the word they've known. Hear the outcast and the stranger bear the image of God's face. Let us bring an end to fear and danger. All are welcome. that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Wherever you are, it's good that we are here. Let us pray. Let your Holy Spirit blow through this place, Lord, and let your Holy Spirit blow through our lives. Give us the courage and the strength to follow you by loving and serving others. In the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Pamela Nisley is going to read for us this morning. This text is among the most beloved texts in history, a text that was read yesterday as we laid Ardella Josephson to rest in the columbarium. Over to you, Pamela. The lesson this morning is the 23rd Psalm. Say it with me, if you like. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. The word of the Lord. Thank you, Pam. Our love to Jack and your new puppy, Murphy. Carl Olson's going to bless us with a song now. God is my shepherd. God is my shepherd, nothing shall I want. 
I'm sheltered safely in that love. For you are with me before me everywhere I go, and I will live in your house I am made to lie down in green pastures and led beside still waters. My soul is revived as I'm shown the paths of a holy. God is my shepherd, nothing shall I want. I'm sheltered safely in that love. For you are with me before me everywhere I go, and I will live in your house forever. Even though I walk in dark valleys, I will fear no of trouble, and you spread a banquet of plenty in the presence of my foes. I sense your blessing on my head, my cough running over. God is my shepherd, nothing shall I want. I'm sheltered safely in that love. For you are with me before me everywhere I go, and I will live in your house forever. Surely, God, your goodness and your mercy will follow me all the days of my living. And I will live in your house, in your house forever. God is my shepherd, nothing shall I want. I'm sheltered safely in that love. For you are with me before me everywhere I go, and I will live in your house forever, and I will live. Thank you, Carl, and thank you, Ron. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Let me hear you repeat those cherished lines back to me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Through the years, I have on many occasions read the familiar words of the 23rd Psalm while holding the hand of the dying. And upon completion of the reading of that psalm, I have then come back and repeated the single verse over and over again softly in the ears of the dying. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. God's soothing voice reminds us that we are not alone. We are not alone in the deepest darkness. We are not alone in isolation. We are not alone in our grief. No, I will not face death alone. Death will have no hold on me. For you, my Lord, Creator, Savior, and Shepherd, are with me. This is comfort food. This is comfort food for weary souls. The promise of our Creator, we are not and we never will be alone. Now the Christian story starts with promise. It starts with a proclamation from God. It does not start with threat. No, the Christian message, the good news of Jesus, should never start with threat. Never start with hellfire. There is precious little grace in hellfire. Inspiring people with fear should not be a part of the Christian story. No, the Christian story is about overcoming fear and superstition and learning to trust God. God is love. The Ten Commandments do not start with threat. They start with promise, unchangeable reality. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of slavery in Egypt. That's who I am. Believe it or not, you cannot change that reality. I am and always will be your God. Now I ask you, can you grasp that before we go on? Your God. It is personal. Your God, like your bicycle, like your phone, like your toothbrush, your God, it is personal. You belong to the author of creation. You are precious, loved, called, chosen. And even if you find yourself walking through the valley of the shadow of death, you need not fear the darkness for God. Your God is with you. Now, our second lesson comes from the late first century. It was probably written by the same author who brought us the Gospel of John. Near the very end of your Bible, you'll find three little letters. 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. They are short letters or sermons, perhaps. Words of encouragement and pastoral guidance. They were written to Christians who were trying to find their place in the Roman world, the Roman Empire 
that had little use for them, had little use for their faith, or the Savior which the empire had crucified. What would it mean to follow Jesus in the Roman world? And might we ask, what does it mean for us to follow Jesus today? How do we follow Jesus in a society dominated by capitalism, consumption, nationalism, Facebook, and Google? Our lessons today remind us that Christianity cannot be passive. Following is not, by definition, passive. And Jesus never met a single soul and said, stay where you are. His invitation was to follow. And there is nothing passive about following. And that's the point. Christianity is a calling. Christianity is an invitation. Christianity is not a passive undertaking, not a spectator sport. Listen to the teachings now of the early church from 1 John. Little children, let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. One simple verse. Now let's be very clear. Words and speech are important. Words and speech can be healing, inspirational, and inspire hope. It is important to speak words of appreciation, of gratitude, words like please and thank you, never go out of style. The written and spoken word have the power to change the world by inspiring others to change their lives. But words, without action, without service, without sacrifice, become empty. They lose their power. And the one who speaks the words loses authenticity if the words are without action. There is nothing passive about the Christian calling. There is nothing passive about love. Listen to this teaching from the early church, from the book of James. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if we say we have faith but do not have works? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, eat your fill, and do not in turn supply their bodily needs, what good is it? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. Yes, there is nothing passive about Christianity. 2,000 years ago, as Jesus stood in the shadow of the cross, in his final moments of freedom, the great rabbi summed it all up for his followers, saying, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. As I loved you. How did Jesus love? He fed the hungry. He healed the sick. He touched the untouchable. He gave hope to the oppressed. He offered forgiveness to known sinners. He often for, offered forgiveness too to those who betrayed him. He offered forgiveness even to those 
who killed him. Love is not passive. It is a calling. It is our mission. It gives purpose to our lives. And it leads us on then to abundant life as we help those around us to live a more abundant life. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or arrogant or rude. Love is a way of living. But love is not passive. And if it is passive, if we say we love someone but do not back it up with our actions, then we are a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. We are not loving. We are, in fact, living a lie. As if to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I have no intention of changing. I love you, but I have no intention of standing by your side. I love you, but I will not support your dreams. I love you, but I'm not willing to sacrifice for that love. Those words hurt. Those words are empty. Following Jesus is not passive. Following Jesus is a decision. And love is not passive. It's a way of life. It is a choice, not a feeling. Love is not passive. It's a precious gift. And you know, each day only comes to us one time. And each year slips into history, never to return to us. So that life that we have, that day that we have, that week that we have, that year that we have, is to be lived to the fullest with intention and with a sense of purpose. You see, God has gifted us with 70 or 80 years. Good stewardship of that gift demands that we use it all for good, to better the world and to better the lives of those around us. As Christians, our faith should not be hidden. Martin Luther said, God does not need your good works, but your neighbor does. And Mother Teresa, who gave her life to the poorest of the poor in Calcutta, India, Mother Teresa, who witnessed unspeakable suffering, Mother Teresa, who knew she could not save the world, but she would follow Jesus in her life with intention. Now, Mother Teresa is no longer with us. Did her work really make any difference in the end? Listen to the words of Mother Teresa. We know only too well that what we are doing is nothing more than a drop in the ocean. But if that drop were not there, the ocean would be missing something. Like Mother Teresa, we need to understand our service as small but critical. A small but critical part of the whole. We need to break it down into manageable, simple, daily deeds, knowing that each deed is a drop in the ocean. Do not despair. Do not be afraid. Do not let the enormity of the world's problems, and those problems in the world are enormous, but do not let the enormity of those problems keep us from making a difference today. 
right where we find ourselves, in our families and in our community. Mother Teresa said, good works are links that form a chain of love. Yeah, none of us can be the chain by ourselves. None of us can save the world by ourselves, but that should not discourage or dissuade us from simple acts of kindness and grand acts of generosity. Love is not passive. It's a choice. It's a verb. Following is not passive. It is a decision that will lead us in paths of service. Life is not passive. It's a precious gift to be cared for. Faith is not passive. Faith without works is dead. Little children, let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. Or as Eugene Peterson translated that text, my dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. I want to encourage you to practice love, to practice what you preach, to practice what you believe. You see, too often Christians, like politicians, have excelled at speaking words, giving speeches or sermons, saying prayers, and then going home with little follow-up. Every single act of kindness makes a difference. Every quilt made by our quilters makes a difference. Every load of firewood delivered by our woodcutters makes a difference. Every family served by our preschool makes a difference. And every nonprofit that we partner with and support makes a difference. And here we are. We are a part of our movement online and in person. There are a thousand of you watching online and hundreds will gather here on Sunday morning. Think of what a difference we could make. Think of what a difference we could make if we set out this week to change the world by adding our drop to the ocean. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. We are not alone. We are in this together. This week, this day, right now, may we heed the call to follow Jesus and follow the example of the Good Shepherd. Be intentional with your life, every day a gift, one small act followed by another, one more drop in the ocean. This week, try a little kindness. Carl's going to sing for us. If you see your brother standing by the road with a heavy load from the seeds he sowed, and if you see your sister falling by the way, just stop and say, you're going the wrong way. You've got to try a little kindness, yes, show a little kindness. Just shine your light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, then you'll overlook the blindness of the narrow-minded people 
on their narrow-minded streets. Don't you walk around the down and out, lend a helping hand instead of doubt. And the kindness that you show every day will help someone along life's way. You've got to try a little kindness. Yes, show a little kindness. Just shine your light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, then you'll overlook the blindness of the narrow-minded people on their narrow-minded streets. You've got to try a little kindness. Yes, show a little kindness. Just shine your light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, then you'll overlook the blindness of the narrow-minded people on their narrow-minded streets. Of the narrow-minded people on their narrow-minded streets. Thank you, Carl. We lift our hearts to God in prayer at this time. Each uh, petition will end, gracious shepherd, and our response will be, hear our prayer. Let us pray. Loving God, you are our shepherd. We know we need nothing more. Be present and through us to those who find themselves in want spiritual, financial, physical, mental, and help us lead others to green pastures and still waters. Gracious Shepherd, hear our prayer. Tender God, you restore our souls in time when we are tested and find ourselves astray from your truth. Let us seek paths that honor your wishes for abundant life for all your creations and bring about the transformation of present conditions and future hopes for all who wander. Make us an living example of the light of your love. Gracious Shepherd, hear our prayer. Mighty God, you are with us in all the dark valleys of our lives. Let us not fear to enter those dark places with you at our side as we act among your people to bring in tangible ways, relief from and redress in response to injustice or pain. Let us dare to be brave, especially those who are historically marginalized in our community and the communities around the world. Wherever injustice is found, let us lean on your rod and staff as we stand for the right of all to live without fear. Gracious Shepherd, hear our prayer. Generous God, your bounty amazes us. We see your bounty in nature, in food, in companions, in love. May all experience your overflowing love and sustaining presence in our lives. Gracious Shepherd, hear our prayer. Merciful God, your goodness and mercy surrounds and fills us. Let those who are ill or who have lost loved ones 
Remember your love and find it possible to lean on those who reveal that love in their life. As they find a path forward, may we trust your promises in all the days of our lives. Gracious Shepherd, hear our prayer. In all these things and the gift of your Son, we give thanks, Holy God, as we lift these prayers, trusting in your name. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. Please share a sign of peace and greeting with those that you're worshiping with, or pick up that phone, connect with someone today, and share peace with them. Peace of the Lord be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Just a few announcements this morning. The beautiful flowers behind me are from... Earl and Verna Lawson, who put these beautiful tulips together out of the Skagit Valley. And the uh, flower arrangement in front of the pulpit is from Ellen Edwards. So thanks to Ellen for that as well. I'm going to call on Deacon Amy, and she's going to share some announcements with us at this time. Deacon Amy. Thank you, Pastor Jim. A lot going on at Trinity. Adult education still happens on Zoom every Sunday morning now meeting at 9.15. This morning, Pastor Wayne Bacchus begins a two-week series titled, The 10 Most Important Things You Need to Know About the Gospel of John. If you would like to join in that Zoom class, let us know in the office, and we'll be sure that you get the email invitation. Sunday School is now meeting in person at 10.30 every Sunday morning. We're down in the Sunday School classrooms having fun together, learning Bible stories, making crafts, and enjoying each other's company. Uh, confirmation continues to meet on Zoom. Our class will meet at 11.30 next Sunday morning. No class today. And our middle school youth group meets at 4 o'clock every Tuesday, alternating between Zoom and in-person gatherings. This week, we're meeting on Zoom. See you on Tuesday. Thanks. Thank you, Deacon Amy. Thank you for your good uh, ministry among us. And thank you to all of you. Thank you for supporting us, for praying for us, for sending those cards and letters. We very much appreciate it. We've been doing this together for over 13 months, and we do not take for granted you're uh, joining us for worship. So thank you so much for that. We are now going to dedicate our gifts and our entire lives uh, to God as we sing and pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Now and forever. Now and forever. Amen. 
Now receive the benediction. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Get out your little lights. We're going to sing our closing hymn, This Little Light of Mine. It's with intention that we'll put our drop in the ocean this week. Let your light shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine, let it shine Let it shine Jesus gave it to me I'm gonna let it shine Jesus gave it to me I'm gonna let it shine Jesus gave it to me I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine. Now go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Until next time, be well. Ready, Cooper? Go ahead. Bye-bye. It's time for us to leave this place. Lord, be with us as we go. Gently keep us in your grace, that in us your love may show. May we be to one another, 
things that you would have us be till you call us back together again as family we go out in love united having heard your call again we know you'll be there to guide us save your lover teacher friend it's time for us to leave this place lord be with us as we go gently keep us in your grace that in us your love may show may we be to one another the things that you would have us be till you call us back together again as family